like the sort of northern Italian you've got there, Ian. <laughs> oh, Italian Bayekka! <laughs> Bayekka! I can't believe you do that! It's, um... It's that what's, was it's the what's weirdest name with. Italian yuck yes. accent I've ever heard. It's, it's, it's what's his name? It's, uh, it's Gino. And if, uh, gra- if my grandmother had the wheels, I should have been a bike. It's fucking banging! It's toad in the hole. It's not toad in the hole, it's sausage in the hole. Yeah. Hello, 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 welcome to podcast number 40 of the Alt Gaming Community Podcast. Thank you for being with us and listening to us uh, on this journey. We've hopefully got many more in front of us. Um, join me and the team for 45 minutes, just 45 minutes of podcast delight. Only All about 45 only 45 minutes. It's totally a lie. We've got lots of gaming news for your lug holes tonight, or whenever you're listening to it, uh, including some stuff from THQ, from their Nordic thing, and the Capcom thing, and some other bits and pieces. How exciting, I hear you say. So, before we get into that though, we're going to go around the room and say hello to everybody. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host Hat. Good evening, Hat. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm all good. It's Excellent. the end of the work week and I've got some cider. Oh, it I'm is. We're, re- <laughs> we're recording this on Friday, uh, Friday the 4th of December. For anyone that needs to know what, if our news is out of date, that's why. <laughs> and um, there's loads of people with us tonight because it's our big 40th podcast and it's a Friday night and everyone's got a drink, I think. So we'll go around the room. I'll say hi to Bloody. Hi. Hello. Excellent. <laughs> Hi, Very <Ian>. good. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Ian? Good evening. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Yep, I'm good as usual. Don't know what's happened to bloody there. Have you got a drink in hand? I do. It is some uh, rum and coke. Rum and coke. Any particular rum? It is nothing special. It nothing is special. Just that's fine. Yeah, okay, that's good. But I mean, crack that is, is nice. crack and rum. Yay! Hey. There are various other types of rum that I do have downstairs, so maybe I'll switch over to my Colombian stuff, La Hechiquera. Ooh, nice. Uh, Kaito, hello. Thanks for coming back. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. Excellent. I'm a bit tired. Oh, lovely. But I got no drink in hand. So no, maybe you should. Podcast. Maybe you should get a coffee or something. Kick, kick him off. <laughs> Have you got any Red Bull? What? No. <laughs> no drink, no join. <laughs> we support you other, drunk, other lifestyle hey? choices in this in this Discord. You don't have to My be body is a an temple. alcoholic like the rest of us. <laughs> Hi, Rev. How are so. you? Hello, hello. Thanks have you recovered you. since your birthday? Uh, yeah, I have. I still hate Ian for it. You sank in French. That was inexcusable. <laughs> See, I, I knew that was French. <laughs> and back for more on his second podcast, it's Uber. Welcome back, Uber. Hello, what the bar. So, we're just going to find out what people have been up to since the last podcast, which was... Yeah, a few weeks ago now, and see if anyone's been playing any new games, or if they've been playing some old games, what they've been doing. So let's go and check out with Bloody. What you been doing, Bloody? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Stellaris, some Genshin, uh, a couple of indie games. Yeah. 
me, see you. Stellaris. I've claimed another one. <laughs> How, what difficulty level are you doing Stellaris on? Are you? Are you? Is it super hard? Or? Captain at the moment. Okay. Well, I'm thinking about doing a little bit harder after that. Yeah. I wanted to test out a massive campaign with like 3,000 stars. And Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's very um, time-consuming. And we're back. So how autistic is Tarkov? Tarkov is extremely <laughs> autistic. A little bit of a technical problem we had there with our recorder, so then we're back now. Seamless for the listener at home. <laughs> Apart from the never have never known. Known. Well, never yeah. 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 Unless happened, would have told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Tarkov is very good. There's new weapons. There's new areas to the map. Customs has a new area, so it's less choke pointy. Because even with the area they put in, like a couple of years, was it last year or the year before that expanded slightly? To get around the point, the problem of once you hit the gas station there, it was like, that was it. You, it yeah, because you had to start at one side to extract at the other, and you had to go through a gas station, and that was just a massive choke point. Yep, I know that. Yep. So they kind of extended the map north of that to give you a okay. go around. There was a roadblock, wasn't there, yeah. and stuff, yeah. And now they've done it south as well, yeah. so there's there's multiple ways you can go through now without, without having to uh, put your life in danger. Which fixes my biggest problem with <laughs> customs, was if someone is held up in a good position there, it, you're just going to have to run straight into them. To it kind of makes sense in a way, because it was the first map they did, and they didn't mm -hmm. really know what to what to base it on. But yes, yeah, it's, it's good now. Excellent. Uh, Ian, what have you been playing? Uh, so on a bit of a and d, &D kick, uh, we've been playing Dungeons Dragons every week. Uh, me, Heart, Rev, Bloody and Chung. Um, so I've been messing around in Tailspire, seeing what you can build in regards to a D&D &D campaign in there. Uh, do you want to explain what Tailspire is? Yeah, so Tailspire is a um, essentially a tabletop... Uh, a, a, a way to play pa pen and paper tabletop RPGs on Steam. Um, so you can make D&D uh, &D campaigns in there, for example, like build the map, put the characters in, roll the dice. Um, it's just it's just a way of helping to visualise what you're doing as you're playing D&D. &D. Um, it's very, very pretty and it's very, very good so far. Um, I've also been playing Pillars of Eternity, the first one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. got into, just, I've got myself massively addicted to that, so I think I've played that 30 hours over the last two days. Wow. And I'm still, I don't even know how how far through it I am, but it is really, really it's good. A big so it's big Very similar, uh, very similar, similar mechanics to things like Baldur's Gate. It's D and D based, but with a twist. Um, cool. So the stats aren't all identical, and they don't quite do everything you think they do. So, might, for example, it, it strength doesn't exist, but might does. But might applies to um, every class, not just. Um, warriors or anything. Might that happens. cause you a problem? Uh, uh, it uh, might. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I appreciate Worst those puns people. even though it hurts my soul. Um, <laughs> but yeah, confusing at first and there's a few other mechanics but either with the, the world building and the story is absolutely fantastic. It's so immersive. It just grabs you. It's brilliant. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to get through that in the next in the next week or two so I can play the second one, Pillar of Eternity 2 Dreadfire, which I bought in the uh, Steam sale last weekend. So. I, I remember one of the best things 
in that game is you could dual wield anything. Yep. So two, like spears. two spears, two shields, or two yep. shields. You know what I mean? I mean, like, do that. As and and there doesn't appear to be um, armor restrictions either. So you're a wizard, but fuck it, I'm going to wear heavy armor. <laughs> that, that is, that is. There's no weight limits or anything. I, I uh, not my you, also, you also seem to have an infinite stash as well. So it, it doesn't matter if your character's inventory is get full because everything just goes into this stash. It's just, well, it, I think it, that's how all games should be. There are so many quality quality of life improvements in this game. So you can climb all the way to the top of this tower where you've got to go through all the individual rooms. And then when you get to the top, when you click on the stairs to go back down, it says, do you just want to go straight to the bottom? And it's like, oh, yeah, I absolutely nice. bloody do. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> Thank you. But, it, but it, the developers are obsidian. Like, obsidian know what they're doing. So, I remember yeah. equipping all my party members as their secondary weapons as rifles. So you could have a little yep. salvo of rifle fire before you <laughs> yep. go to the melee. So Front rank, musket. fire. So Second I'm, rank, fire. Musket I've, rank, fire. I've got, I've, got a dwarf, I've, I've got a dwarf hunter in mind at the minute that just dual, dual wields these kick-ass pistols while, he's, <laughs> while the wolf runs off and kicks the shit out of things. It's brilliant. He's just, there, he's just there at the back just spinning these pistols, shooting stuff. It's, it's great. <laughs> but yeah, highly recommend if you're, if you're a fan of... Um, RPGs like that. Yeah, sounds I mean, good. If you wait a week, you can get it for free at Epic. Yes. Ooh, top tip. Who wants to play on Epic? With yeah, all I, the I, deals. I think I got it free. <laughs> I think I got it free anyway. Was it in one of the humbles? I think I got it in one of the humbles a while back. I've just never get, never played it until yeah, now. Awesome. All right, Kaito, what have you been playing? Um, I recently finished up Yakuza Like a Dragon, and since I was still in the mood of RPGs, I moved to Final Fantasy X. And completed already like half of the game, and okay. I've been having a fuck ton of fun with that. And during the Black Friday sales, I also bought Final Fantasy VII Remake, and that came in yesterday, and I started to play that a bit as well. And that's about it. Cool, cool, cool. That's all right. That's still good. How about you, Rev? What have you been up to? Well, just like Hat has his Genshin, I have my FF14, which I always play. <laughs> yes. Aside from that, uh, it was mentioned before the podcast started, but obviously no one who listens will actually know that. Uh, that <laughs> I've, been <laughs> I've been playing Death Stranding, aka Hideo Kojima's, uh, sorry, Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus. It's, <laughs> it's a very interesting experience, which I highly recommend so far. It's thoroughly enjoyable. And aside from that, honestly, not that much. I got uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, which is the second game uh, for my birthday, and played a lot of that, still as pretty as ever, with honestly similar gameplay, which is all I could ask for, just more of the same, really. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. Awesome. And It's pretty good. Last but not least, Uber. Hello. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. No way! The... <laughs> the new patch is coming out <laughs> is uh, next week for the final raid tier of the expansion. So I've been preparing with my step with my raid group and that to get to get ready for that so we can go straight in. Do you know the name of the expansion? Uh, Shadowbringers. Nice. And what have you been? Not to be confused with with with, uh, with uh, Shadowlands. Not to be confused. Thank you. Blizzard yeah. obviously copied the notes of Square Enix <laughs> with that one. Really? What have you been doing and to get ready? Uh, we, we've been practicing the current raid tier to get a bit more sync again because we've been doing older older content for a while. So you're re reprogging light rampant. I see. I see. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And I've been playing Dead by Daylight because they brought out a new patch where they added the a new killer called the Twins. And if you want to kick a baby, you can play it. that patch is for you. Fucking love it. <laughs> I, I won't spoil You're it. You're not allowed to say that on Twitch. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And awesome. and I'm still addicted to catch games because I've had to push. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't push gacha games onto anyone. I just enlighten them to the power of wifings. <laughs> the game equivalent of a feeder. <laughs> and, Steam, and for the Steam sale, I bought Stardew Valley, so I've been playing that a little bit. Oh, okay, nice. I don't know if I bought anything from the Steam sale. I bought the new CS expansion that just comes, that just drops yesterday, I think. Um, but that wasn't on sale. It was, CS yeah, Broken Fang. It's not. I don't know what you call it. Is it Season <laughs> Tree? Yeah, it's a, season. It's a season it's of activities. Tenth operation, now, isn't it? Yeah, they call it operations, but it lasts for sixteen weeks, I think. Um, maybe I don't know. CSP and Counter Strike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 So I just picked up that, and I've been playing loads of Destiny as well. <laughs> yeah, we were ragging on Destiny, but you know that's enough. It's fine. Everyone knows we're, it's we're annoying. being shut down by Blizzard. Yeah, that's right. Someone's, someone's <laughs> stopping our recordings because we're ragging on games that they like. Um, yeah, so they've also been cancelling this. Um, uh oh, what's going on? Oh, that's good. It's all right. Everyone's joined. Bloody's in now. They've uh, they've been cancelling this thing, which is like they do it at weekends, which is the more super sweaty PvP because they launched this new. <clears throat> stasis which is a special ability yes. so you freeze things and um, it's been broken and it broke lots of other things and there's been exploits mm -hmm. so they haven't been able to do the trials of osiris which is the weekend pvp which is where you get the really f cool armor and the really cool weapons and they're saying now that it's coming back on the 18th of december i think so but it's that's quite a long gap from launch it's not a Destiny expansion we've had horrible exploits within the first month or so. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Half of the yeah. That's what I've been doing. Uh, well, thanks, guys. Right, let's get into some quick news. So we're going to go fire through these super quick before we move on to our main stories. Um, Star Citizen obtains new development studio to work on Star Systems. So, yes. who have they bought? Somewhere turbulent. I'm sure yes. they've worked with them before. I think they have worked with them now and then. But yeah, now they've, they've used them for like certain things to get mm. done. Like, oh well, we've outsourced this to Turbulent to sort this out and stuff. Yeah, they've definitely done that before. Now they've just went nom. You are now part of the tism. With all of the bajillions they've got recently, <laughs> they just bought it. Yeah, and yeah. since the court case is over, <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. There's not going to be anything looming over them from. Um, Cry. Who was it? It was Crytek. Yeah, Crytek. Yeah. Aye. Um. So I, you know, it's good news, right? It is because I mean, Pyro's on its way, but you know, it's been a year since they said, "Hey, well, we were supposed to have Pyro this year, but COVID's pushed a lot of stuff back." And Pyro is a planet. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I should explain what Pyro <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Pyro is the second star system that is going to be coming into Star Citizen. It is a lawless area with 
Right, it's outside of the United Earth Empire space. So there's no mm. patrols, no security or anything like that. That's where I've... Hat's going to live. How did you know? <laughs> if I'm remembering my Star Citizen law right, it was pretty much a lot of mining companies went in and stripped the sector bare of like all the natural resources. Or maybe it was just one planet that was very rich in resources that just kind of just strip mined it bare and then just left and the UE never really came in because there was no reason to actually come in apart from this one planet that was devastated. And now uh, pirates have set up like on the space station and all this stuff left over from this company coming in doing all its mining stuff. And that's I think that's the only place you can go. I think it has like five planets. One of which is like two planets that have like crashed into each other and kind of orbiting each other. Right, okay. But that's, that's cool. co- yeah, that's that's coming. Excellent. But it's, it, it is taking a while, but now they've got this new company, hopefully this will speed up just planets and moons and just putting more stuff in the star systems. Although there is already a lot of stuff in. Because yeah. we've had so much gameplay from just a single one. Excellent. Um Haido Kojima is working on Silent Hill for PS5, maybe? Yeah. Is it real? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that's a rumor. I think that, I I just think that it becomes such a popular thing that even if not Kojima, someone's going to eventually try and finish Mm -hmm. what PT started basically as a demo. Yeah. Would, uh, did, uh, is, speaking of them, uh, did Konami own Metal Gear Solid? Yes. Yes, That's why they made the horrible game called Metal Gear Survive. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so the, Metal Gear Solid Remake rumoured to be in that, development. Remember last time we talked about how, was it Microsoft that bought all of Konami's yeah. items? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that, so it's possible that it won't suck, because yeah. it's no longer owned by solely Konami. I'd like to uh, see them bring something out with all of the, the vintage artwork from <laughs> MG1 and 2. I thought they, I loved the way those covers looked and the way they did everything. Yeah, the art lovely. The artwork is fantastic. So, also, if looking at Blue Point, who apparently are making this, according to the rumor, who are Blue Point? It looks like they have made Shadow of the Colossus for the PS4, yes. Uncharted, uh, the Nathan Drake collection. But I, uh, I don't know how that's different to the other The ones. Nathan Drake collection was just a HD port, I think. Okay, yeah. not a, much of a remaster. The Blue Point games don't haven't made any of their own games. All they do is remasters and, re- and remakes. Yeah, but yeah. the Nathan Drake collection is just porting the PS3 games on yeah, the yeah, PS4. Yeah, I know, but, like, but recently it's like the main two are Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls. Oh, yeah. right. And Gravity Rush, if you ever... If you, yes. if, for the great five game. people who own the Vita apart from me, if you like <laughs> Gravity it's, Rush. It's a great game. I've played it too. But Which basically, one? 
Gravity Rush. Rush. Ah, yeah. But yeah, basically they're mainly known for making remakes and rework and the uh, reworks. Remasters. Nice. Remasters, yeah. Maybe it yeah, means they've got a decent amount of respect for the original well, content and yeah, you know, that sort like of thing. Shadow of the Colossus remake was extremely faithful to the base game, so was Demon Souls remake. So yeah, I'm, so it's good well, news. I, 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 I think they'll do it well. Well, looking through the the library, they already have worked on. Well, I hate this website; it keeps fucking switching over. I mean, what you I'm could on just use like the Wikipedia to see that they've done the no just so. sticks your fucking site. If I'm clicking on a game, I want to see that game. I don't want you to cycle through your all your games. They worked on the Metal Gear Solid HD collection as well in right, okay. 2012, I think. Yep. It gives you like a second to actually look at what they've done before they go. No, look at this game instead. <laughs> Uh, moving on, Microsoft Store leaks Far Cry 6 release date. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it such a big deal? Because these days, a release date is like, nah, maybe we'll release it then. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, no, and I think if if it was if it was the first one for a long time, or if it was the second or third in a series, it. Six? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a exactly. fuck? Does anyone <laughs> care? No. I, I, well, Far Cry it? 6, great. It's like, oh, the next what? FIFA's coming out. Great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm predicting it at this point. Oh, there's another COD. Great. I'd be I'd be more surprised if there wasn't. If Very correctly, like because there was Far Cry Four and then there was like a spin-off like Far Cry Four Primal or whatever. Yes. And yeah. people found out that it was exactly the same map. Yep. Like, yeah. down to like it was the exact same. It's like they added more more scenery, like more trees basically to make it look primal. And it's like, I think, yeah, I didn't think... they gun a load of pinks and blues like Max? That was Neon well. Dragon. Oh, that was, was yeah, uh, okay. Far Cry that, that Three Neon Dragon. Dragon. That was their way what? of making one of them look different. Well, <laughs> they just Dragon. changed the colors. That's a Blood Dragon. Yeah, but Blood Dragon was really good though. That's the yeah. difference. And I think it was only like fifteen quid as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't. I'll I'll think it was free at Christmas. I think yeah. they gave it away it, for free. It, it was, yeah, it was really cheap and a standalone. You didn't have to play the original, or whatever. It was just a really fun just experience because it was just. It literally just took the piss of everything 80s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I wasn't thinking of that one, but um, I'm thinking, I was trying to, uh, it's, they're all a bit merging into one another these days anyway, the Far Cry games. Oh, do you mean uh, New Dawn? Yeah, Far maybe. Cry 5? Far Cry 5, when they were sort of, I don't know, stopping a um, an underground terrorist agency somewhere that was very religious focused, like they were... You know, oh, this is the one. State, was this the one stay in Montana with the lunatics? <clears throat> yes, um, that one. They did weird colors in that, like to try and make it look different. Yeah, uh, but anyway, Far Cry Six listeners, let us know if you give a shit. Right to PO Box, <laughs> hats a cunt forward slash his mum. I sure am. <laughs> you do you wrong? Um, Red Dead Online gets a standalone version. Well. Okay. Next. <laughs> next. I mean, yeah, there's a few people who play it, but like, does it really deserve it? See, the, 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 the people that wanted to play it already have the game. Yeah. I yeah. Think. Is this part of the move to reducing hard drive space? Because there has been a bit of a chit chat generally about that in the gaming industry, hasn't there? Because I know Call of Duty has tried to reduce for the hard drive space. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I just, during the Steam sale, I bought Vermintide 2 because I was like, yeah, I'll just play that with hat and whatnot because it can't be more than 25 gigs. It's fucking 80 gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and nice. I, have, I have a limit on data per month. I can't afford 80 gigs to install on, like, on a whim. Wow, I didn't know that kind of like data limiting had really kicked in yet properly. I'm, I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's either that or dial-up. France. 
Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's French. It's fine yeah. if you wanted to farm, but you can't game. I got it. I mean, yeah. Can you just buy an alt man house already so I can move there? Working on it. <laughs> the alt mansion. Yeah. Oh, just win the fucking lottery, man. Yeah. Totally. I need to play it, actually. There's a big jackpot this weekend, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I forgot. It was like 170-something million tonight. That's a small change for you, Dave. I wish. Let me just call the missus. It's, it's too lit. Is it too? Is it gone? Yeah, ten minutes ago. Let's find out if she played the lottery. Honey, you're on the podcast. I'm just calling you to see if we bought any tickets to the lottery. Yes. Oh, did we win? No, it's not. They haven't been announced yet. Oh, okay. We got six <laughs> tickets because I need to buy an Altland house for everyone to live in. Okay, Build bye. it in Finland I'm very so nervous we can have a sauna. Yeah. I was like, is he being serious? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> but he's so right. If you win the jackpot, she can't complain. No, she can have her own wing. It's all right, babe. I'll buy you a house as well. Yeah. Uh, IO Interactive is making out. a new James Bond game. Did IO Interactive make other James Bond games? Uh, no, but they made Hitman games, and they're yeah. quite oh, good. Okay. But it's more, I think we haven't that's... had a James Bond game in a long while, I think. That's yeah. a step in, the, in a good direction for them, I think. The, uh, <laughs> the Hitman franchise has always been really fun mm-hmm. to play. So The last three have Bond been game really in the same sort of vein would be pretty cool. Yeah, the last James Bond game was that one they brought out on the GameCube. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, it can't be it. Nah, it the, can't the be. Quantum of Solid no, was that, definitely that the one. Rogue Agent the... one, or Goldeneye, whatever it was. No, we, I That's in 64. The... I don't know. I remember one of the... What do you mean the last hands. good James Bond game? No, nah, there's another one. It was, got, was it Goldeneye, Rogue Agent? Uh... So no, it was even much newer than that. I reckon probably 2014. So there was one in 2012 called 007 yeah. Legends. There we go. Yeah, uh, that's oh, what I didn't even hear about that. We managed to buy 20 copies of that in Russian, um, really cheap, like a pound a disc or something, to be able to do a land version of the game. Like ten. <laughs> it was, it was really. We never actually ended up doing it. We got these copies of in Russian only. <laughs> It's really weird shit you do. Well, we need to do that now. We need to have that game of just confusing Russian James Bond. Yeah, it's got got like a PvP. So we thought, well, you you don't need like language for PvP. It's fine. If if anyone's interested, the first Bond game was called Shaken but Not Stirred, and it was and it was uh, it was a text adventure on the ZX Spectrum in 1982. Nice. Oh, ZX Spectrum. It's it's probably worth a fortune now if you can get a Spectrum with that game. You probably quids in. I think a few yeah. of us have a spectrum. So if you're going to play Cyberpunk, you might want to know what kind of PC quality you need. Specs have been released, guys. So if you want to play in potato mode, Rev. Um, <laughs> I have a good computer, just my internet sucks. <laughs> okay, okay. They released those specs size. a while ago, though. It's just the updated specs for ray tracing. Okay, so uh, you you need to have, for playing in 1080p, low settings, you need a GTX 780, which is like not a lot, or an R- Radeon RTX. Isn't it like a five year old GPU? Yeah, it's really right old. Now. Eight gigs of uh, RAM memory. Windows 10 or Windows 7 and a Core i5 or an AMD FX 8310. If you've still got an 8310, you need help. 
Um, <laughs> and then if you want to try and turn it up a bit and put RTX on or something, uh, ray tracing and things, then maximum ultra, ultra, the best ever, 2160p. Borrow Windows... you from NASA, mate. Yeah, maybe computer from NASA. <laughs> you only need an i7, though, which isn't that. Yeah. That is not that bonkers. 16 yeah. gigabytes of RAM. Graphics card, uh, RTX 3080. That's quite an ass, because it... try buying one of them. They're rocking horse <laughs> shit. They're like chocolate fire guards. You can't get those at all. And uh, VRAM, 10 gig, and storage, 70 gig across the board. You need 70 gig of space. And 70 gig of download capacity in your internet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Cyberpunk. Dragon Age creator plus veteran Ubisoft devs establish a new studio called Yellow Brick Games. Wow. Don't follow the Yellow Brick Road. Well, yeah. Is that a hint towards like gay culture or something? I, I don't know. <laughs> Uber? He doesn't represent all of them. I think if I gave my thoughts on, on that question, we'd probably get the podcast banned. <laughs> Moving on then. Yes. Isn't, isn't the Yellow Brick Road like, and the whole of the Wizard of Oz generally like some sort of... I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's move, speaking Moving about on. this new game, yeah. this new game developer, yes, I, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to... Uh, Seeing what comes of this, because like the Dragon Age Origin was a very good game, and the game I kind of hold as the last like true by old Bioware game. So yeah, to see yeah. one of the one of the creators of that going to set up his own studio makes us hope that maybe we'll get some of that old Bioware magic from it. We can only a, hope. yeah. There has actually since I wrote these notes, I did notice that some people posting that. Um, there's quite a few devs lately that have been leaving. So, because we talked about the Mass Effect one last week, last week, the last podcast, which was two weeks ago, uh, Casey Hudson and Mark Darren are officially leaving Bioware and their current projects, but their current projects like Dragon Age 4 and Mass Effect Legendary Edition will continue development. So, mm. maybe this is rats going. leaving a sinking ship. This is guys. Yep. I don't think it bodes very well for Ubisoft. Yeah. They've been on a share price dive as well. And you mean you know, EA? Well, yeah. And they, All they the need, same. They need, uh, they need a, good, a really good season mm-hmm. for their new uh, Assassin's Creed game. I think and if, they, if that doesn't do very well, they are screwed. And Siren and Gravity Rush creator, good, we mentioned Gravity Rush before, that uh, Bluepoint had worked on a port for. Uh, his... The, 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 the creator for that game, sorry, I'm stumbling all over everything. I haven't even drank that much. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this. I need to drink more, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to butcher relax, this. Relax, mate, relax. Kichiro Toyama leaves K-E-Kiro. Sony and forms a new indie dev called Boken Game Studio. So it seems like quite a few biggish sort of game creators are just going, fuck these AAA developers, we're going to make our own. Well, and maybe some of the COVID impact here, people working out new ways to work mm-hmm. and new ways to collaborate. And you think, well, we don't need what we had before. We can do it all from home and just, you know, work You don't remotely. need a big office. Yeah. Fuck that. I think the other thing is that these bigger developers already were successful before, so they already have the cash to back themselves up for an indie development studio Yeah. right now. Otherwise, if you're just like... a 
low-tier develop. <laughs> yeah, if you're just an office space filler, I don't think you can do the same no. kind of shit because nah. you will just crash yourself into a wall. But if you're sick of making Far Cry 6 or Call of Duty 74 and you go, you know what, we can make our own game, there's plenty of that, and you and a couple of your workmates are just chatting... You prob- they probably most of them could just go, you know what, let's make leave this place, make our own studio, and make a game we actually want instead of just pumping out the same game every couple of years. Especially seeing as indie games these days can be such a hit, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Cyberpunk is an indie game. <laughs> <laughs> it technically <laughs> is. It it's it's a self-publishing game. It doesn't, get, doesn't have a publisher. By that definition, it is not. It, sorry, it is an indie game. Is yeah, CD Projekt Red not a publisher? Publi- yeah, they publish the But yeah, they're also the developer, yeah. so they're the self-publishing. Yeah, no, so it's no, more it's... indie, I guess. But yeah. yeah. I think when you started getting your own Netflix TV series, I don't think it counts as being indie anymore. Yeah, if you take it the original meaning of the word independent, then yeah. yes. But yeah. Yeah. I, think the, um, I think the spirit behind it has gone from them. We shall see. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on to one of our main stories, and this is kind of interesting. So THQ Nordic, who have got a parent company uh, called uh, Embracer Group, they've splashed some cash and they've bought eleven game studios, uh, which is quite interesting. Why would you buy so many at once? I don't understand. But you've got. Uh, like, okay, I'll go through the list, guys. You tell me if you know any games from these studios or if you recognize them. Flying Wild Hog. Yes. Yep. Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior. One of the best devs out there for arena style FPS shooters. Yes. Right. Okay. So we're looking for uh, what from them? Were you expecting a game from Flying Wild Hog? They are there... currently making Shadow Warrior 3. Which so we're I'm hoping that that's going to carry on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, silent games? See, I, I They're really quiet. <laughs> Very good, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, silent games, I was trying to find stuff that they made that was like, first established in 2018. So some of these would have cost more than yet. others then. Yes. <laughs> Oddly enough as well, though, silent games is... A UK game studio located in Newcastle upon Tyne. Oh, cool. And it is set up by two veteran Ubisoft devs. Cheap labour. Right in your backyard, we, mate. We aye, man. <laughs> I, believe Mu- what... I believe Mush has actually applied for some of their jobs because they are actually hiring. They're making a card game. <laughs> I, 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 they're doing RPGs, but Mush could probably force them to do card games. Yeah, he'd just turn it. <laughs> Um, this is one that I know some people play in our Discord, Deep Rock Galactic. So they're made by Coffee Stain North. So I think they also made Sanction so, back in the day. Yeah, and yeah. Coffee Stain also made a Goat Simulator. Oh, okay. Satisfactory. Yeah. Yep, and, and well, Satisfactory Goat Simulator. Are, they, they, yeah. they publish and develop, but everything on their site is like under just the same page. So I'm not sure if it's, they've published them or if. They've actually just, or you know, they've made and published, or they've just published, I say. But they've all came from. So they would have. They wouldn't have been cheap, to be fair, because nah. they've got some big hits. And Deep Rock Galactic's a slow burner, it's doing well still. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, is this the letters or is it a word? Iugo or is it I U G O? 
<laughs> yes. So I, just want, I just wanted to hear you say that again. Mobile entertainment. It's uh, someone, a caveman, saying his name. I, Ugo. Uh, <laughs> this is this is another example, again, of how out of touch I am with mobile gaming. I know it's huge, but I never know any of the titles. I didn't even know Shadow of War had a mobile game. Probably is. It's probably another gacha game, but then with Shadow of War. 90% um, of, like, licensed phone games especially from like the west are just fucking garbage mm. they're very much just trying to sync this like well all, yeah other game really isn't it? pretty much all of them try and get as much money out of you as possible but these ones seem to be a lot more shameless <laughs> <laughs> okay and anyone heard of purple lamp studios nope no yeah, they okay. made the guild i didn't know that that's that's quite interesting Never heard of the guild. Oh, it made Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah, we know of Sea of, sea of Thieves. We know of Sea of Thieves, but I, th- I, I, didn't I know think that the was port. I, I think the port is because according to Steam, yeah, I was going to say they didn't make Sea of Thieves, did they? But if you go on there. Site. It oh, has yeah, of course, but yeah. I don't know why these have it. Who made these notes? Uh, I made these notes. <laughs> <laughs> these, are made, I, these, are, these are fantastic notes. So, moving on with the games studios, um, Mad Head Games. Uh, no anyone, anyone, anyone? I looked no. up and they're all like hidden objects like is it mist is one of the big ones or something like oh that. i quite like that it's an ipad game it's quite good the, all that sort I of me. yeah like hidden objects like exploration just touching stuff touching stuff bo- sounds good boring stuff not to ease like walls oh man <laughs> um <laughs> 34 big things <laughs> they've got a limit to how many things they can release. <laughs> and they've all been small. <laughs> they, they also make mobile games. Okay, right. Uh, has anyone played any of their games? No. no they all... They're a cheap no. one. They were thrown in for free. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm really plainly on honest. The rest of those, game, those, no, those so, studios, I've never heard of any of them. Sorry, okay. I tell a lie. That one isn't a one that's... A, that's a... That's actually made mobile games. I know there's another one there that I didn't recognise, but these ones actually make sort of proper games. All right, uh, Nimble Giant classic. Entertainment. Yeah, Nimble Giant, I've heard of. Okay. Um, Freddy Reason. I mean, it's uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I've heard I've heard of them. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Masters tr- of Orion. I'm trying to think why. Forex. No. Masters of Orion's of like yeah. a Solara style Forex. I've sent you it before. Ah, oh, the, did they make the recent one? Yeah. Because they're not the original devs of Masters of Orion. The Hellbound one is incorrect. They only published it. Oh, did they? I got this from yeah. their actual website, and it's a lot of stuff. Like, it's hard just, to sift the yeah, the don't the chaff, act, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't actually say whether we made it. That I was looking. They're trying to the make whole... themselves look good because they're trying to inflate yeah. their price for being bought. <laughs> yeah, like if you if, if you remember, do you remember Microprose from like way yeah. back? Nah, 
I think I think they ended up being bought out by Take Two or something like that. But they they dev the original Masters of Orion, so it looks like whoever this studio is, um, this nimble giant, they it looks like they've picked up. Um, oh, that's why I've heard of them as well. They made a bunch of heroes. Just looking at the page of that, it looks so bad. All um, right, yeah. Uh, Snapshot Ooh. Games. They made Phoenix Point. Now that's a quite popular recent yeah. title. Bloody, you've played quite a bit of that. Yeah. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. To be honest, it's a very ah. interesting take on the um, the alien uh, 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 XCOM style, yeah, <laughs> yeah. style games, you know, North and all that sort oh, of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one falling all over myself. This yeah, podcast. sorry. Um, They've got a year one edition out in December, I believe. I, I was actually just looking at that. On it is I on sale what, right I was now. Literally just about to buy it. Uh, I yes. quite like uh, Xbox. <laughs> and I thought XCOM we were going to talk games. about it. So. Yeah. That's cool. I might Actually, I think I still have a free copy somewhere. Oh, okay, Bagsy. Although the year one edition will have all the DLC, I guess. Which could be uh, good. Yeah. Uh, if there is any. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at. Is that DLC? Send Studios. I'm sure I feel like I've heard of those. Um... You know, like Star Wars pinball and things like like all those uh, okay, all the pinballs. Yeah, they're they're it. the I'm ones on who <laughs> I've got a pinball game on Xbox from them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Really, really good. It looks amazing. They're the pinball well. guys. Right. That's fine. They've got quite a clever business model because you get like two tables for 34 quid or whatever. And then you, if you want another table, it's like 12 pounds each. And you just, you know, obviously it's nice to have more tables to play on. So it's surprisingly expensive, but obviously makes them a load of money, I guess. Um, but they are really good. I've played some of the, quite a few of the Star Wars ones on there. That really, and the sound effects are all correct and everything. It's really nice. So, so why are THQ buying up all these? It's probably really Microsoft. Is, is like, this to counter Microsoft buying probably. up? Probably. But you see, it seems like they've gone. Well, Microsoft I mean, they, only they, bought intellectual property, not actual studios. No, did they, they? No, they did. No, they bought yeah. Bethesda. They bought the whole of no, they bought the whole of Zenimax, which brings yes, like, Bethesda, which includes Bethesda, and, yeah. And like, is it it that makes Doom? ID, yeah, ID, ID software, yeah. So it says here that it's going to push their employee count up to about five thousand. So six hundred more people have been added with this acquisition of all these studios. Um, so, so yeah, and, as, and one hundred thirty-five game projects. Yeah, 135 projects in development right now as a group. That, that's, I mean, that's all the companies in this, in, in the THQ mm-hmm. Nordic group. That is a lot. Maybe they'll so, look, like, this list seems like, these, like 11 game studios, but there's only a handful of, like, really big ones. Like, fucking hell. So they've just reported some September sales figures. So they did 2.5. Well, two hundred seventy-six million dollars in sales, but they they made a profit of one hundred twelve million. That's an incredible profit, really. That's really, really good. Very healthy. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, looking through this list, you've got what Snapshot, Nimble Giant, and Flying Hogs, which are the really the only like I'd say big studios that they got. Other than that, they've got like mobile game developments, little niche games like the hidden ones and the pinball ones and then a few studios that have helped work on big one on our big games and 
like ported stuff. If you're clearing a hundred million and you're thinking we want to stay in this industry and we want to like you know flesh out our intellectual property and all the rest of it, mm. it's probably not a bad move. I no. can't. Yeah. Diversification. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to be in mobile. You, you want to be in. You don't want all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's not good for the the gaming industry to be owned by like five or six massive companies. That's true. No. Yeah. Um, that's not good. But you know, as we've seen with things like Activision, people don't always end up staying. You know, like, you know, Bungie has departed taking a load of chinese money instead um but yeah i mean interesting i get the feeling the way things are going it's definitely i think the big studios so big studios the big uh publishers are going to stay around but you're going to see more and more of the talent and the people who really made those studios what they were leaving to set up their own companies it's going to be a brain drain mm-hmm interesting it's going to be just me i think it's going to be a lot all the mediocre devs in these big studios pumping out the same games every year while a lot of the big ones actually yeah go and make the little indie studios and make the games we want i'm just looking on the thq uh wikipedia and it looks like they've been acquiring for quite a long time now they've been buying people up since well 2013 at least it seems to be their thing you know yeah, you, you also just see more and more devs just jumping ship from big companies and making their own thing. Like, honestly, like one of the biggest successes is just like Kojima recently, making Kojima Productions and then making Death Stranding and having it be Game of the Year. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of examples. It's unironically really good doing yeah. that. But like, so... it's, there's more and more devs are just like, we're tired of working with, with certain companies, we'll just make our own. Because obviously something's going wrong if... Every dev, well, not every dev, a lot of devs are just making their own. I think Gorilla Studios is still doing okay because, like, for the switch from Killzone to Horizon Zero Dawn, they actually sat down and be like, do we actually still want to continue making Killzone or do we want to make something else? And then they'll suggest, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn came. I think it's always good for devs to, like, take a break from a uh, series and make something else. Yeah, and I agree. go yeah. back to it with what they've actually learned after a few <clears throat> new games. It's, it's probably that... not a huge issue to do with, you know, them not enjoying working for, mm. uh, you know, the, the, the big companies that, because they're still getting to be devs. I think it's the more, it's, it's, it's the designer and the creative sides that are wanting to do their own things. I mean, I, I mean, I know me for a fact that I've been, the, the tinkering that I've been doing with Unity is purely because I want to make like some some little games for the ideas that I've got. Yeah. Um, I imagine professional devs and pre- professional game designers have their own ideas that they want to do, and if they can't do that where they are, they'll look for an opportunity that gives them that chance. So maybe maybe this is maybe this pandemic that we're seeing is giving devs and designers an opportunity mm-hmm. to do the thing that they want to do, and they're taking it. So. Hmm. I think one of the good examples is probably Super Giant Games because. They essentially have like sort of similar genre, but also wildly different with each iterate with each IP they release. Like some of the gore mechanics they had from Bastion are also in what's it again Transistor, but it was still a wildly different game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also with Hades, they took, just took the best out of Transistor and Bastion, and they made a rogue like. Everyone always forgets Pyre exists. 
Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? Because it was a sport. I looked at the like footage of Pyre game. and it, it feel I feel like almost nothing of Pyre or yeah. nothing at all came. Right. I looked at it and went, ah, ball sports, and then got on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't blame you. Honestly, that's how I feel. Whenever I look at any sport-related game, it's like just like, ugh, I'm done. No more ball sports, please. Well, so no more we blitzball. Just... We're just hopeful that THQ do the right thing, I suppose, with all this new acquisitions, I guess. Use the power that they've got wisely. Maybe they should start to release Biomutant. Yeah, not till 2021, mate. Get real. <laughs> Nothing's releasing this it. year. Nothing. <laughs> FIFA. <laughs> yeah, that's the only... Because it was the same as last year. So they, didn't exactly. have to... they just had to print new covers. The walk up in September the, the went cover shit. Looks like shit. We, we forgot to pierce twenty one on over the twenty. <laughs> uh, okay, so our next big story and our last story of the evening. This is this is a sprawling mess of a story. You're gonna have to help me through this hat. Capcom ransomware attack, and then loads of stuff's been released like to the public that shouldn't have been right. Yes, yeah. I think. I think Rev's more of an expert on this. Oh, sorry, Rev. Capcom yeah. games. He's the one know. that's helped me with it. Uh, I took a lot of the so, info you posted. So, so they <laughs> had to say it. something to the investors. Capcom announced uh, to their investors and their networks that they experienced issues that, have, this is a quote, they experienced issues that affected access to certain systems, including email and file servers. So that's always worrying. Uh, that was caused by an unauthorized access carried out by a third party um password password uh ransomware hacker group ragnar locker declared they had performed the hack and demanded only 11 million dollars to decrypt that's not that much really 11 million dollars to decrypt one terabyte of stolen corporate data the amount was not paid. <laughs> 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 and the group have begun leaking the information online. I mean, it seems pretty fair yeah, yeah. to me. I mean, if you... May, got... I mean, they could have just bluffed as well. Yeah. Maybe fair. that's why I think. I'm like, no, we're not paying you. And then they went, okay, here's your search history. And they went, okay, let's talk. <laughs> so what has been released and talk us through it. And is any of it a surprise? I mean, a lot of it, I think, is uh, you know, there's. I think the... most of the twin, like the. I think after um, Monster Hunter stories and probably uh, Village, the rest is more of a surprise, I'd say. Yeah, Though there's uh, well, there's they leaked the potential launch date of Resident Village, Resident Evil Village, which would be in April 2021, with pre-order starting in January, which we didn't know about that one yet. And apparently, it's meant it's designed as a Metroidvania, which is kind of normal, but you know, always good to have confirmation. There's news of Monster Hunter Rise, which is the next high, the next entry, main, like mainline entry in the series, is potentially going to be on PC as well, right? And just Switch. Mm-hmm. So that's also new. And then there's the entire list of games that were leaked, <laughs> of so, like, yeah. potential releases in the future. The data they have leaked, little things, well, I'll say little things, probably important things to them. Not really big news to like people who just want to play games, like NDAs, business letters, banking statements and tax forms, sale reports, employee passport info and suspension letters, which, you know, to a company, 
and you know the people whose passport info got leaked very big things yes yeah. but they don't involve they're not games so we don't really care the thing we do care about is what we've been talking about and that is the future game releases which they were leaked in a screenshot that thankfully that rev provided me you're welcome so going down the list you have monster hunter stories 2 in the first quarter of 2021 that was known already. Yeah, they did announce that. But, you know, it's, it kind of just solidifies it. <laughs> uh, Rev? Actually, no. Dave. The second one. <laughs> Read it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, DGS12. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Daya Gayakuten Sabian. Die. Is, it, is it German? Is it okay. German? Okay. Oh, Kaito Rev. What is the we the actual we pronunciation for it? Die Yakten Saibon. There we go. Which Very is nice. as you mentioned before a spin-off of the Ace Attorney series. Yeah, it's the Sherlock Holmes one. Yeah. We're gonna have a spin-off to this podcast. If it if DGS is indeed Die Yakten Saibon, that that's the other question because there's only been two and twelve doesn't make any sense. It's one and two combined. If you look ah. at that photograph that we've got a link to... Every time it makes me laugh. If you say screenshot, if you look at that screenshot link, it's described actually as, as you expect it. I got actually, it would make sense points. if it is a Western announcement because it hasn't... It has the word been... translated. Yeah, um, maybe it, that means it's one and, number one and two just ported. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the Sherlock Holmes kind of... So. Yeah. Look at the financial year information they've got on this photograph for that game. It's really low numbers. I don't know what the translation is for these, the labels for these columns um, on the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, right. you compare that, like they've got like nothing at all in some of them. And they'll be like that. That'll be like yen, won't it? Well, I don't know. There's th- obviously three columns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three, three. But is it like in? A four no, that that four thousand is that does it have to be multiplied by ten or a hundred? Yeah, yeah like, we don't, we don't it, know. It, it, yeah, it could be thousands. For but it is very know. low numbers for that particular game. Anyway, it's quite interesting. Yeah. And you're looking at this sort of what they expect. They're obviously having to predict. And what I thought was is interesting here on this spreadsheet that you can't see, listeners. We're looking at a spreadsheet here with financial years from eighteen up to twenty twenty four. And yeah. then there's a, each game has got a line and it spans all those different years. And on each year, they're predicting either number of sales or revenue from that game. And I can't tell you what it is because it's all in Chinese, Japanese. And def- development costs. Uh, and maybe it could be development cost. It could be, yeah, it's really... It, look, but to go as far as 2024 and already have the numbers in a spreadsheet, that's pretty interesting, if, especially yeah. if it's sales figures. Because it does pro- say total sales at the yeah. top. I imagine it's something that they update and change as the years go on of what they're expecting. Their dev costs, right, are at 87,000, whatever that is. And their operating income is 110,000. That's got to be in the millions. Yeah, probably. It 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 has to be. But they're looking to double their money on Mm -hmm. on the whole thing at 250. I think that's about, like, what most devs, or I guess companies, they're just like, they want... Usually, to make a hundred percent return on it might be even be billions percent. since it's in yen. So it's yeah, like obviously, yeah. TTL. Yeah. I don't know what that stands but for. But lo- looking at it though, it looks like, for example, Dragon's Dogma Two won't start development until twenty twenty two. 
according to development costs. Yeah, because there's no development costs, yeah. <laughs> so, no. I mean, is that mean no one's even thinking about it? Because I don't I know how that works, you know? I mean, it's the same thing with... Uh, I can't remember which one it was recently. I think it was Cyberpunk, where Cyberpunk was announced, like, fucking years and years ago, but only really got, like, started development, like, three or four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you can say that a game's gonna come out, but not start working on it until way later, which I think is weird personally. But you know, I think it's little things. Like it's probably not fully into development until right. then, but there will be stuff that they won't like. Probably working on technology. Stop announcing stuff. games and then then uh, after announcing it on the E three to start developing it. It's I mean, you mean wrong. like you mean like Elder Scrolls Six, where we, all we saw was like the words, the Elder Scrolls Six, and literally. Well, at least they didn't rush it. At least they're not like rushing it, like know, maybe they what were, they did they with fucking Anthem. Single thing since. They just announced Elder Scrolls Six, and then Todd Howard went to Bethesda with a bash. Same goes with Elden Ring. Start working. They're like, well, we announced Elder Scrolls Six. Time to release the next Fallout seventy six yeah. expansion. <laughs> when was Elden Ring even announced? I don't even uh, know what that is. I think that 2018. Is, Elden Ring is the next game by From Software, which are the people who made Dark Souls. However, they are collabing with... Uh, I forgot the name of the guy who writes... George R.R. Martin. Ah, uh, that one. So it might take another five years because George R.R. Martin is always yeah. late with his... It was, it was announced at E3 2019. So okay. Ago. Aren't they using E3 as a kind of sounding board, though, as well? They're sort of yeah. saying, yeah. what do you guys think of this? What's the reaction by the public? What's the reaction yeah. by the trade? Uh, that uh, depends for into this game, you know. For Anthem's case, um, well, it fired back. They, 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 they kind of wanted to announce a whole different game. Well, they wanted to show that footage, but they wanted to have a way different title. And then one day before E3, they realized that they can't use the title that they want to use because it was copyrighted. Yeah. So the whole staff at that point was like super confused when it turned into Anthem. No, but the name doesn't matter. The, what I'm trying to say is that if they're going to give this game more money in development, they'll maybe produce something at E3, see how it goes down, and maybe that might be a way of deciding how they, you know, the public feel about something. Mm, they didn't even know what the game was going to be when they announced Anthem. Yeah, but they knew they got a great reaction to it, and then they knew that yeah. they could then find out more information and, and put more energy into it, I guess. Um, yeah, just... It's weird. But they did that. <laughs> but but they, well, they did in a really bad way. They just got but that's for the this that's for the next point later on why publishers can or cannot ruin a fucking game. In this case, EA did ruin Anthem. So are there any announcements from this future game releases leak that we haven't mentioned that we think the listeners would like to know about? Dragon's Dogma 2. I mean we mentioned it. Oh, yeah. uh, so Shield? Does anyone know what that is? It is allegedly a multiplayer shooter. Okay, which, looking at the sheet... And Shield G, so an ultimate version. ...to make a loss on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they don't know. Maybe There's they just the can't fill that the, out yet. Yes, the yeah. one in the red. There's Resident Evil Outbreak? Is that Village? I no, I don't think so, because there is... Like, there is a game called Resident Evil Outbreak that yeah. existed before. Isn't that... The really shitty multiplayer thing you got. It absolutely Resident is. 3. But you know, maybe they're remaking that too. Is um, <laughs> is Street Fighter Six a surprise to anyone? Did we? No. Did we all know about that? Nah. 
I mean, they were like re-release Street Fighter Five like five times. No, they're just adding characters and taking characters out, aren't they? It's some sort of like weird yeah. season pass of characters you get to fight but, with. I, I mean, you know, it's just like FIFA, or whatever. You don't, you you know, the next one's gonna come. Like they're not gonna stop making Street Fighters. Okay, it's, fine. It's it's the base. It's the basis of fighting games at this point, really. At the, least it's not like Namco Bandai's Tekken, where the best tiered characters are DLC. It's the only way people are going to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> Regolith? <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. Uh, which I've got no idea what that is. So the, yeah. it, it's the word regolith. Regolith, yes. yeah. Come on, science man, what is it? Well, the regolith is a geology term. It's yeah. just like it's the it's it's the it's the surface of um of like a planet. Right. It's just like so the so the lunar regolith, for example, so it's the surface of the moon. So what you're saying is it's a Minecraft ripoff. This game is going to rock. Be a deep rock galactic ripoff. Hell yeah, dude! Regolith is just like the top layer of a of a planet or a moon or something okay. or something like that. So. Why not? The, so that's supposed to be coming in. The fourth quarter of 2021. 2021, sorry. Yeah. Next in the first quarter of 2022 is Indies 2. Yeah. I know. I don't know if that means two new Indies or if it's like the second set of Indies that they're doing. Yeah. And then they're porting it as well. Yeah. As we mentioned before, Dragon Dogs of 2, which is coming in the second quarter of 2022. Really excited about that. Street I guess, you know, if you're a big fan of any any kind of Capcom games, it's probably worth you looking out and going on the internet and looking for this information because you might find some right. important uh, right. announcements for games you love, I guess. So, the next one I'm really excited about, which is Rockman match, which is Mega Man match, basically. And mm-hmm. to, to just So it's going more... to be Bejeweled with Mega Man. I mean, you say that, but... Mega have... Man for the no. Uncultured is what it says on our show notes. You'll need to explain that sentence. Rock is Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I no. said Rock Man is, is for those who don't know what Rock Man is. The it's Uncultured. Rock... <laughs> yeah, you're uncultured if you don't know that. <laughs> but, uh... Cause, like... We've got standards here, guys. <laughs> Do we? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you're uncultured if you did I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm uncultured. Oh, it's no! Some... Someone made like an eight an eight bit quick like using Mega Man's price. Honey, get me a copy of the complete works of Shakespeare quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so I don't know if that means like uh, maybe a first person Mega Man battle royale. I, that sounds, that sounds no. good. It that sounds really good. That's the thing. It sounds good. I'd be I'd be down to play that. It it just or it could just be like a platformer BF like fighter game or something. We'll see. Excellent. That's the wrong culture, anyway, Dave. We've got to get you. Um, we've got to get you Homer's Odyssey, maybe the Iliad. Oh, get the you Iliad. On. Yeah, get I've you got to read that again. Ro- oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got um, them if you want. Thank you. <laughs> um, didn't the BBC do it like a kids' program about that once? It was really good. What Homer's Odyssey? Uh, the Iliad. The Iliad, I think. I don't know. Um, <laughs> some some other bits and pieces that got leaked was how much people are paying for exclusives and stuff like that, which is yeah. kind of interesting. So um, Google on their Stadia platform, they wanted to pay Capcom, and I don't know if they have or it's going to happen or what, ten million US dollars to bring Resident Evil to Stadia from February first. 
Now, so, see, I don't understand quite what that's all in. Like, surely is that development cost thing? They're saying we'll fund you to try and make the port to Stadia work. I don't know. I think it's more so they're giving that much money to them. So they release the game on their platform first before everyone else. So are these games that aren't out yet? Yeah. Looking at the... I didn't realise that. So, 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 so looking out. at what Rev has tagged Hat in, sorry, a minute ago. I'd, uh, I think that is, missed yeah. a that, that, that is literally a development timetable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. So, so, so looking through it, they've got, so there's various milestone payments. So it looks like they're saying, you develop this game. And this is what will pay you over this amount of time, and this is because it's got deliverables, de- deliverables yeah. in there. So it's this is what you're promising to deliver at this date, and this is what we'll pay you for it. Um, so, so do you it, think what happens is Google gives them ten million dollars upfront potentially, mm-hmm. so they've got a cash rich environment to work in, and then if no. they then put it onto their Stadia platform, um, they don't have to give Capcom any more money after that. They've just given them ten million as a one-off deal. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think this is literally. Yeah. So the the bottom of it, it says total milestone payments is ten million, but that is spread over. Um, over all the development. Time. That that is spread over several years by the look of it. So the very first one, so the first payment they're going to get is six hundred thousand dollars for Resident oh, sure. Evil Seven, and yeah, then one point four million for Resident so, Evil Eight. So basically, two million. Yeah, seven. Yeah, out. and so then you have the first playable. Big. And then you have alpha build, beta build, mm. and they, they get money in alpha. Then they get more money in beta, and then they get more money when it's released. So it's 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 stage gated over the course of a project. What's yeah. what, what seems to have been released here is literally the milestones from the project plan. Yeah. So, which is very interesting anyway, because that just from a purely game development point of view, it's interesting to see the assuming Google is the publisher here and um whoever the developer is, Resident Evil from the other side that's it's that's just interesting to look at yeah regardless so it's but the fact that they're doing this specifically as a as an exclusive yeah so sony paid five million dollars for a timed dlc and demo exclusive resident evil seven which already came out seven or eight seven seven. okay so a dlc a timed dlc so you get it on sony a month a year, we don't know yeah, how long yeah. in advance or, or whatever, but you get Sony are like, we'll give you cash up front to give us ex- that can't be anything other than just money in your hand here. Yeah, there's no, there's, it's literally just Sony will pay more than Xbox. But like, they wouldn't do it if like if it didn't work for getting the money back. As as dumb as it is, timed exclusive do bring money in. Well, what brings money in for Sony is it subscriptions to Sony's online gaming service is it buying consoles is it pe- making in-game purchases they'll get in- a, it'll be a, yeah they'll get a cut for buying the game so people or maybe yeah so people who will want to play so like, they buy it through the sony yeah. store they get a percentage or even if they buy the hot if they buy a hard copy it, but it won't be 30 percent anymore because that's not allowed because that's too much that'd <laughs> <laughs> so be 15 percent because you can't make any money anymore it's no one likes it sorry for my conservative nature back in the box. <laughs> bad Tory Dave. Bad Tory Dave. Back in your box. Let me get the war ball. I, I, want, I want Green Dave back. <laughs> oh, dear. It's interesting, though. How Let's that, not all, talk all about Epic flows. Games and Tim It is, yeah. Very interesting. Okay. 
Good shit. Well, mm-hmm. that's uh, 45 minutes done. 45 minutes. Well done, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you make a joke. <laughs> it's a bit longer. Uh, to I wrap am us all from up, Dave. Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap us all up, Dave, where can you find us? Yeah. Uh, we are on iTunes. We are on Wasn't Spotify. There... Sorry? We don't talk it's about there a discussion time as well. No, 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 it's gone. See? We've done it, haven't we? <laughs> what, yeah, we'll, 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 what, what else would you like to talk about? We're talking about it throughout the podcast. You can't interrupt the outro, Kaito. <laughs> <laughs> Kaito, did you want to talk about something? That's cool. What did you want to talk about? It's too late now. It's deleted. <laughs> it's deleted. Okay. <laughs> there was can- you've, uh, you've been cancelled. There was a discussion point, like a number five that you like skipped through. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it, it was just like our large publisher is a good or bad thing for developers. Listen, I mean, listen Uber about- needs to pee, so can he, we? Wrap it up? It's gonna go. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're running over. We'll move it into the next podcast. That's because that's more like you know, right. it's more high bar, isn't it? It doesn't have to be. Pertinent to any particular news story. Next podcast will be interesting. Next podcast, yeah, that's cool. Mm. See, we're dropping teasers already for our listeners. This is perfect. <laughs> this is how professionals well, do it. I mainly meant because on the 11th is the Game Awards, and they always ah. showcase some stuff, at least for new games. Like they already said that they're going to showcase new stuff for the next Dragon Age this Thursday. Okay. Thursday. Well, to find so, out about that, you'll have to tune in. Yeah. <laughs> tune in next week yeah you can find us on well you're already listening which is great but you can tell your friends and (laughs) share the links out and spread the word of this wonderful um candid discussion about computer games here uh we're on itunes you can google us uh and find us through the itunes link through the itunes store you can download it on all your apple devices if you're an apple person if you're not and using android uh, we're on Spotify, and it's free. You don't have to have a subscription to use the Spotify download. And we've got a direct link on our website, www.altgaming.uk, and you can download from there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can use us through any of your favorite podcasting apps as well, like Podfire or Podcatcher or whatever like that, because we upload it to um, to the uh, RSS feed that goes out. To the, to, it's what iTunes needs anyway, so you can get it through there too if you like those kind of podcasty things. Um, if you want to hang out and maybe like come and join us and play some of our games, and if you even want to maybe be on the podcast in the future, you can join us on Discord. So if you go to the altgaming.uk website or the altland.co.uk website, you can find a little link that'll bring you to our Discord and you can join and you can say hi and um, drink let with us know. Us. Yeah, you can drink with us. Yeah. I'm sure in a couple of weeks we'll do a Christmas special as well as obviously uh, what it be culturally relevant in the computer gaming industry. Hopefully. Because there's a vaccine. I mean, and it's not yeah, going to. We might get like Corona too. It's not gonna. You sure gonna you want to trust Pfizer because they're Pfizer, known for scamming Pfizer is people. fine. They haven't rushed this through. It's not going to cause fine. a zombie apocalypse. Have you seen I Am Legend? Everything's fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? Gonna get they're known for scam for making bad products <laughs> and giving cancer vaccines instead. Oxford's got one coming out as well. It's fine. We're just gonna get so, 20. 
Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're I am fingers crossed, toes crossed, expecting everyone to get the vaccine. Everything's fine, and next year's just normal. I mean, so I did... you guys are the test test zone. Yeah, that's we will fine. wait we... for the better product. Our stiff upper lip British nature will see us oh, through. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I spoke to the venue today. Go on. Today being Friday, the fourth of December, and um. It was a bit of a shame because the lady, the caretaker lady for the venue in um, the Boundless Outdoor place, she's she's left during all of the COVIDness and the fact they've had no work the entire year, pretty much. So she's she's gone. So I had to wait for someone to call me back. And she was really nice. Her name was Noala and she was really cool. She was uh, from Ireland and she drank and it was good. But um, <laughs> as we know, the Irish do. Not all of you, just some of you. Um <laughs> So I spoke to the the owner, the director, Nick Hans, and he was um, he was like, "Yeah, we're really excited about next year, and we can see, you know, we got some dates in the diary for you." And so I put in three dates in the diary. So I'm not going to announce those dates yet, but I'm going to kind of like maybe start to tease, you know, the fact we're maybe going to do three events next year: spring, summer, and autumn. And um, I need to wait for a, f- a few more kind of like thumbs up from the government. Boris needs to be a bit more, you know, forthcoming with the whole thing. The world's going back to normal before we start making serious plans. But just want to let all our listeners know that, you know, we are making sure that if next year's normal, it will be a very good year for uh, party events or whatever. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Um, yeah, I know. Right. Back to normal would be lovely. Um, you're not going to get this in time, so there's no point telling you that tomorrow we're having a Christmas party in Discord because I probably won't upload this until Sunday. So sorry about that. Um, I hope you come. I hope it's a good one. Uh, thank you very much for everybody for coming out on a Friday night and giving up your time and joining us for the podcast. Thank you, Hat, for putting these wonderful notes together and all the energy and effort that that takes. I'm and thank- happy to do Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, all these things that are being put in the podcast planning room as well by you guys. Thank you very much. I think it helps an awful lot. It is appreciated. <laughs> it's a massive help. Yeah, really, yeah. really good. So thanks for that. And um, thanks to the listeners for, you know, carrying us on to 40 podcasts. In fact, it, technically, you've had no input at all. We've done this without asking you. But we're, we're assuming you're enjoying what we're doing. And we'll carry on doing them for a little bit longer. <laughs> If there's anything you like that you want us to talk about, Viv, just let us know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want listener. We do Thanks have for... a podcast discussion channel in the Discord for any comments or reviews. We do. Good we or do. bad, to be honest, you know. And we if you have... want to keep it private, you can just send them straight to Hat. Yeah. Um, and he, he can then feel sad about himself privately which is great. i do that anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah so it's half eight i think we should call this uh, the end of the podcast and we can go back to drinking and see what barmy's up to being naughty in uh, in, in yapping i'm sure so yeah thanks guys and um have a good evening and we'll see you next time bye, yeah, bye-bye. bye.